0: Welcome back, baseball family. We are going to get into our best and our worst moments of the 2022 season. As you may have guessed, Brad and I did not previously discuss the method nor the madness to how we built our lists, and we'll see if there's any overlap this time. I'm going to be shocked if there is, honestly, but we'll we'll find out. It'll be great. I'll be shocked. We're going well. to lead off with our, with our worsts. We're going to go in uh, ascending order from least...
1: Bestest, least to worst. most bestest, <laughs> and least worst to most worst.
0: No, not just. We're just gonna do our crappy stuff first, and our good stuff. Oh, okay, second. <laughs> all
1: right. Yeah, I think we learned our lesson when we were wrapping up the
0: <laughs> wrapping of <up> the season. <laughs> oh boy,
1: we sure skewed negative, didn't we? Yeah, oh, let's oh, skew uh,
0: positive this time. So, Brad, why don't you tell us one of your worst moments from the 2022 season?
1: Okay, one of my worst from the 2022 season. So I did this just like I did worst blank right. Mm. So my first one is going to be my worst team from the 2022 season. Okay. And it's not necessarily the team that finished with the worst record or the team that I guess it's the team who showed up the worst. And for me it was the LA Angels. Was mm. my worst team of the year. We talked about it before a couple of weeks ago. This team, they started off super hot. They were in first place in the American League West. They had the they had a winning streak. And then the wheels fell off, and things really got out of control. They fired Joe Madden. Continued to lose. They got into a brawl with the Mariners that they instigated, by the way. The Angels instigated, not the Mariners. And I think that that was something that they had done as a <laughs> as a way to try to light the fire, and it lit yeah. the fire for the Mariners because they ended up rattling off winning the next fourteen games. Right. But then the Angels continued to plummet. So. Just a bad year all around for the Angels. Mike Trout was diagnosed with a major back problem. Yeah. Um, Anthony Rendon missed the majority of the year with an injury. Just not a good time for the Angels. They were my worst team of 2022.
0: Nice. So I took a more broad approach, and I just went with moments. Worst moments overall. You know, worst, uh, however they may have impacted the game either that day or long-term and that's when i'm going to get into my first one i am disappointed that the lockout happened at all that's one of my worst for the whole season is that we actually had to go to a full-on lockout and that things got that heated and that that ugly between both parties i think that there could have been lots of ways to resolve it beforehand we've talked about that ad nauseum i don't want to get into it too much but it's one of the worst things that happened this season was that the lockout happened at all
1: yeah, I absolutely agree with you. That was definitely one of the worst. And it got so bad that it looked like we weren't gonna get baseball for months. hmm Right. And like that's we bad. Yeah, like we had friends who were like, I'm not doing anything until until I see that yeah. there's gonna be baseball.
0: Die hard baseball fans. Yeah. We had diehard baseball fans that are friends of ours say, I've had it. I'm out. I don't care anymore. Until something yeah. happens, I'm not putting up with this. Yep.
1: Exactly. And that's, and I don't blame him because it worst. was really, really <laughs> ugly. <Yeah. laughs> that is worst. That is worst. So should I go with another worst or should I go with one of my best? Should we go um, every other? Or should we just let, Let's do every other. Okay. No. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. What? Well, I don't know. Let's go every other. I think we should go every <laughs> okay. other so it's not like an entire clip of all the worst. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I was panicking. (laughs) (laughs) So my first best, um, I'm going to go with best value this year. Okay. Okay. So my best value is in Shohei Otani. And I say this all the time. Mm. And I'm going to get real specific as to why. Shohei Otani made $30 million this year. That's a lot of money. Yeah. But, but you have to think of Shohei Otani this way. You're getting two all-stars for the price of one. Right. You got the fourth place finisher in the Cy Young for $15 million. You also got the second place finisher in the MVP voting for $15 million. Mm. You get wow. Shohei Otani has got to earn like, like when he hits free agency next year, I feel like you've got to he deserves to be paid maybe 125% of the top played top paid player in the league, and you're still getting him out of value for that reason. That you're getting two of the best players in the league in one. I think the teams have to take that into consideration. He's a unique I've, circumstance.
0: I have never thought about it in terms of actual dollar bills like that. And you make a terrific point that for 15 million dollars, you're going to get a Cy Young candidate as well as an MVP top t- top five. Yeah. Holy yeah. crap! And it's not
1: and it's not just an MVP Cy Young award winner. You're getting an offensive MVP. Totally. You're getting you're getting a legitimate Cy Young Award winner.
0: Right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Holy why I child. say
1: all the time that he is literally the most valuable player in the league. Because you wow. that dude deserves a ton of money for what he is. Mm-hmm. So $30 million, oh. Angel's gonna steal.
0: Yeah. That's great. Um, okay, I'm gonna go with my my easiest one, my homer pick. It's when um Judge hit 62 when he beat the record for the American league, all time home run King. And I know everybody wants to quibble over whether or not he's really the all time King versus Barry Bonds and all that crap. I'm not getting into that. All I'm saying Mm -hmm. is he has the record in the franchise and in the American league. It is worth something. It is exciting. It was fun to watch all the anxiety and the drama and the, you know, the parallels with Roger Maris and, Babe Ruth and all those different historical p- perspectives being brought up, you know, the watching his mom fall apart in the stands, everything about that was best. Everything was best.
1: <laughs> it was best. That is it was a solid best for best. baseball.
0: It was best for, it's just best. And to mm-hmm. go, he, and, and after that, knowing that he bid on himself, that he turned down a qualifying offer from the Yankees prior to, and then went out and did this on top of everything else he accomplished, just best. <laughs> he got almost a hundred million dollars more. Yeah, than what they offered at the beginning of the season with his extension. I think it was a clean one hundred because it was two sixty to three sixty, if I remember right. Yeah, for some reason I have
1: two sixty seven in my mind, but that's close. Oh, enough maybe for me. you're right. It's yeah, close it's, enough for me. That yeah. we you could say clean hundred.
0: Yeah, it's because what's seven million dollars really? Wow, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll let you know one day. <laughs> That's like that like reminds $5 me of that joke, with Michael Scott.
1: Boy, I sure love inside jokes. I'd love to be a part of one someday. Yeah. yeah Boy, yeah. I sure love seven million dollars. I sure like to have it someday. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Oh
0: man, that's All good. Right. All right. <laughs> okay, let's
1: each do one more worst, and then we'll kay. take a quick break. All right. Okay, my next worst. Um, I'm trying to decide which one I should go with next. If I, because I could save one for like comedic. Like, comedy at the end? Yeah. What's we'll that? Okay. So, my next is the worst play. Although, like, I love plays like this just because it shows how weird baseball is. So, this is this is the worst play, and it obviously depends on which side you're on. But, holy moly, on April the 26th, yes, this is super early in the season, but, man, I haven't seen something like this in a while. Um, Miguel Sano hit a line drive. This is bottom of the ninth inning. The, the Twins are trailing the... Uh, the Tigers by one. Sano hits a line drive out to right field, and it goes over Robbie Grossman's head, like hits off of his glove. Yeah. But there's runners on first and second. Runners have to hold up because they think Grossman's going to make the catch. Well, he doesn't. So they go. Sano is running all the way for a double. So you've got two runners on second and a runner on third. Well, <laughs> throw comes in, goes home, and then they're like, "Oh, we've got an opportunity to get some outs." Catcher throws out to third base, goes out into the left field and the twins end up winning because two runs come around and score two errors on one play and it's like if you cue what's the what's the clown music called brig enter the gladiators yeah, yeah you're right yeah if you cue that up with that play <laughs> holy moly that's gonna be like an all timer <laughs> worst and i feel like there's one of those every single year right because last year my best worst moment i think was that play with with Javi Baez running back home, and I, it's so funny to watch them. Like uh, this yeah. just because I'm not a part of it, and it's not my team. Right. That's for why. Sure. But, man, that's got to be the worst play, especially for Tigers fans this year. <laughs> just Summed up their entire season. <laughs> 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 All
0: right. Go ahead
1: with one more worst before we take a break.
0: Okay. The, mine's the easy one. It's, it's also a homer pick. A Yankees fan was seen uh, this season having uh, drunk his – Beer out of a straw, which he crafted out of a hot dog. Oh yeah, <laughs> you remember the hot dog straw? <laughs> How could I forget? <laughs> oh, no. I was what? like, <laughs> so I think like I love to. I love the storylines from the stands because that's where I live and that's where all my favorite storylines are. And that that one just is so good. What's funny is that if you go back and watch, and I did. His hat is a tartan pattern. It's just really weird. It's this really weird plaid sort of Yankee Yankee's hat. And he just looks like such an oddball, poor guy. And he's got <laughs> a regular plastic straw that he has shoved inside the hot dog and then pulled out the center of it. It looks like he then sucks the hot dog through the straw drops the hot dog straw he's now crafted into his beer and then goes to town and
1: drinking now no i can see if he had like left the straw in there and just like made like the aesthetic right sure but the fact that he pulls the straw out and then actually uses the hot dog for his straw (laughs) now there's don't get me wrong i love (laughs) hot dogs right i had a hot dog last night for dinner because i love them but the worst part of hot dogs it's the hot dog burps after yes. And that dude <laughs> like to the nth degree, hot dog burps after that, and just like the least appealing person in the entire stadium to be around. Well,
0: okay, so I have so many things to say. First, first of all, it would have been one thing if there was like a group of friends around egging him on or whatever. Nope, yes. dude's totally by himself. <laughs> This the is like what is, he does on like a yeah, Tuesday night. Yeah. The next thing is like, who drinks beer with a straw? Like that's you gotta ask that question. I've ne- I don't understand. I don't understand. That's too- and then it just kind of just snowballs. <laughs> so, drink. it's like it's like the adult version of using
1: your red vines to drink your root beer, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but how adult is it really oh yeah i don't know <laughs> the dude never left the frat house
0: <laughs> no well i i don't maybe he just was never invited i don't know the <laughs> plaid yankees had <laughs> failure to launch or something i don't know anyway hope baseball family i hope that's not you <laughs> we still love you but we want to talk about it okay we got some questions <laughs> so many questions all right let's take a quick break when we come back we'll finish this list
1: Welcome back, baseball family. Uh, we are talking about our best and worst of 2022 of the season. Um, so Brig actually has a couple more and then kind of like a crossover one. So we're going to toss over to him and let him give his next best thing.
0: Okay. Uh, Miggy hits 3,000. That's a good one. Was, I mean, come on. It's, again, just best. <laughs> it's like, there aren't very many people who have 3,000 hits. There aren't very many guys who are more beloved in the league than Miggy is. There aren't very many guys uh, who you wanted to see it happen to more. Just best.
1: Yeah, that's a solid one. I don't know how I forgot about that and Albert Pujols hitting 700. But anyway, Um, so my next best is I'm going to go with best player. Okay. So before I gave you best value, but best player, I'm going to give you Aaron Judge. Mm. Um, And I think it's every reason you talked about his home run chase before because but when i consider best player it's not necessarily most like the mvp right otani is your best value but one of the things i i look into with best player is like his appeal right is he drawing eyeballs and judge certainly brought in eyeballs this year with his home run chase and yes like you said it's an american league record and eventually american league and national league might go by the wayside and it'll just be down the list whatever that's fine but for now Watching Aaron Judge, somebody who I'm just going to say, as far as we know, just because you never know what's going to happen, right? Is yeah. clean. And I would like yeah. to think and be optimistic that he is going to be clean his entire career, that that's the big difference, right? Yeah. Like there are some, there are some purists are going to be like, no, this is the record. All of Major League Baseball, it is 62 now because Aaron Judge was clean. For sure. But when it came down to it, the entertainment value, of Aaron Judge, like I was sitting watching Mariners games, and then flipping over to Yankees games. I was keeping track when Judge was coming up, and I would flip over to Yankees games when it was his turn yeah. to hit.
0: Yeah. Because well, and I was, he's I a to see it. he's an incredible defender. Sure. Like people don't give him enough credit because he right. gets so much attention at the plate. Yeah. But the dude, first of all, he's got a cannon. I was and gonna say he's all, got an eight
1: plus plus arm. The dude throws like one hundred and two. Well, he I mean, covers it's so on a much, hop, but still, how many? Yeah. How many guys it doesn't do matter.
0: Have? He covers so much ground on top of that, and is mm-hmm. capable of really eating up that outfield distance. So it doesn't matter where he plays, and we saw him prove it in center field a bunch this year too. I think he's amazing. He is.
1: He is an incredible, and I think Giancarlo Stanton as well because I don't think that dude gets enough credit for his athleticism. But Aaron Judge is an incredibly athletic six seven. Like yeah. he could probably like do well in basketball.
0: Oh, not everybody who's six seven can. Yeah
1: or taller, just because that's a lot of body to move around, right?
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: So, yeah, no, he is incredibly athletic. Defense, offense, all of it. He is, to me, he was the best player of the year, and a lot of it has to do with the home run chase. It's great. It's okay, awesome. Give us, give us your last worst, Brig.
0: I'm just going to say Zach Hample. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Zach Hample should just run away with all kinds of – Worst awards ever, right? It's like the worst. And you can love or hate what he's done. He ha- first of all, he has given some attention to the game, which I think is valuable. Like we have to, uh, we have to say that. But it's the wrong kind of attention when you're pushing kids out of the way, or when you're coming up, you know, stories about dog piles that have gone awry in all sorts of negative, <laughs> violent ways, or whatever. I don't know. I, I don't like the way he's handling it. But I, you know what I don't like more is that he finds himself in the right place at the right time that often. And I think that's what pisses me off as much as anything else. Yeah, that is really annoying. So I <clears> remember, <throat> I will
1: never forget this break. When I was like 10 years old, 11 years old, Ken Griffey Jr. was on the cover of SI Kids. The high, the headline was Jolton Jr. I'll never forget it. Yeah. And in that issue, there was an article about Zach Campbell. This was freaking forever ago. Well, yeah. And uh and he's like, I'm gonna give you tips as to how to get a home run ball from your favorite player. And his tip was go for batting practice and go to their pole side. I was like, I'm 10 and I know that you're stupid.
0: right <laughs> <So> <laughs> yeah. ever since
1: then, I have had like no use for the dude. <laughs> yeah. And seeing him and everything else that goes on, I'm just like, whatever, man.
0: I've just had it. I've had it yeah. with Zach Campbell. I have too. I absolutely agree with you. Worst. Yeah. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> yeah all right yep. give me one of your best brad your last well, let me give you my worst and then i'll end with the best. oh yeah sorry
1: okay so i'm going with worst person Ooh. um i very well could have done the same one you did but as far as major league baseball goes and players for 2022 my worst person is fernando tatis jr that is solid and a lot of it has to do from where he went, where being like this dude is the best, right? Like he was the golden child, he was the face of the league. To all of a sudden, he gets all this money and then he goes and he's doing stuff he's not supposed to be doing in the offseason, riding dirt bikes. And I understand yeah. there are all kinds of guys who do stuff they're not supposed to be doing, but I also remember watching an episode of Fantasy Factory on MTV so many years ago where Carmelo <laughs> Anthony went to the Fantasy Factory. And he was complaining, he's walking around just like man, I can't do anything here. And he didn't, he didn't do anything. Yeah. And not just because it was going to be on TV, because he could have been like, Hey, can you edit that out for me? Which you know, maybe he did, but you see, he was walking around just like man, this place is awesome, but I can't do anything because he lived up to his contract. Fernando Tantis did not live up to his contract, went out, rode dirt bikes, broke his wrist, could not play. And then and then Brig and then Brad. Test positive for PEDs, and I'm sure that for like the rest of his team, who they were just like, no, we're done with this dude. Yeah, like don't even like mention him the rest of the year. We're not going to even go there. And then I'm curious what it's going to be like when he comes back, because the Padres, the more games they played in the postseason, the more it brought off, it knocked off of his suspension. So he's going to yeah. get to come back sooner. Right. But I'm curious the dynamic of that clubhouse in spring training when he's there because you can play in spring training when you're even though you're suspended because they're not regular season games and then what happens when he comes back in the season? What it's going to look like in there.
0: Depending on if he stays with the Padres. Can you move him though? Yeah, you could. I don't if know if you can't tra- know if take him.
1: I don't know if you can trade a suspended player though.
0: Well, I don't know about that either.
1: Like, yeah, I'm not sure, but I'm sure that there would be somebody who would buy, right? Buy really, really low, but he's got a big, fatty, fat contract.
0: They would inherit a lot. I'm just saying that I think we should spread this conversation out to whichever clubhouse he ends up in. I don't know that it's going to be San Diego.
1: Right, yeah, because they brought in Xander Bogarts. (laughs) Right. He's certainly playing shortstop for them, and uh, Tatis is going to go to the outfield, which he's not going to be happy about. No, nope. because he said before he you, you paid for a shortstop, not an outfielder.
0: Yep, be interesting to see for yeah. sure. Yep, all right. Hey. My last bestest, <clears throat> lastest, most bestestes. You actually brought it up. It's Albert Pujols. Oh, but nice. It's, it's more than just him hitting 700, it's, it's because he did it in a Cardinals uniform, it was his last season ever. Um, and then he gets steps on the mound and records a win. <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> everything that could have gone right for Albert Pujols this year did. They even made it to the playoffs. I know they didn't make it deep into the playoffs, but they made it to the playoffs. He got to rub off some of that love and some of that mojo and some of that postseason experience and everything onto the, a bunch of younger guys. I think everything went right for the Cardinals organization regarding Albert Pujols, but Albert Pujols had one of the best last years of a career. Well, We'll see
1: in a long time. Yeah. He almost had a better year this year than he had most years in Anaheim. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Which is crazy, but because he was there for so long. But yeah. Yeah. No, Those a great year for pools. But
0: the poetry of it, right? The storyline yeah. and the, it's just the best.
1: Yep. That was awesome. Great year by pools. Yeah. I think, I definitely think that's one of the, I, I, like I said, I completely forgot about it. I should have that as like my top. <laughs> moment. It <was> cool <laughs> instead i went with best game and this is a homer pick absolutely homer pick and i could do two or two or three with this um because i could take the best moment and that would be cal raleigh hitting the ball off the hit of here cafe to clinch the playoff spot for the mariners because that was enormous ending that drought uh, and then I could pick the best game being Game One of the Wild Card Series, where the Mariners went out and dominated the Blue Jays. But no, for me, the best game for the Mariners this year was Game Two of the Wild Card Series, where they came back, they clawed back. Looked like they were down and out, just crushed, and and they would have been eliminated. But they would have, even the series, and momentum was swinging towards the Blue Jays. Right, like it didn't look yeah. good. It's like, oh well, one series and done. At least they got in. But no, they came back. Won the game in dramatic fashion. That was so exciting. So Um, good. Holding the position. Rally position was born out of that game. (laughs) Right? I told Joel that he could not turn the game back on because we have to hold positions. That's right. For those of you who may have may have forgotten heard <clears throat> about that, um, and we'll get more into rally positions. I think as we get into the season, that's going to be a whole thing oh, that yeah. we're going to do. But sure. uh, but yeah, game two of the wild card series with the Mariners and Blue Jays for me was the best game of the year. So stressful, so much fun. But that's what sports are supposed to be, right? Yes, stressful and fun, and that's why we like to watch it. and That's what makes it a good time. So that's that's surprised my best you didn't go
0: the with the 18 inning against the Astros.
1: Oh, if they had won, yeah, that would have been a mess game. Yeah, okay, <laughs> the yeah, the fact right. that they ended up losing, freaking one to zero,
0: <laughs>
1: Stellar, to one. But one. Yeah, no, game two was exciting, just so much fun to watch, though. I loved yeah, that. I one. agree.
0: Okay, I have one more, and okay. this one straddles the line on both sides. Um, the worst is that Vince Scully passed away. Like it's that sucks, but. The best is how everybody handled it. I think it was really, really well handled by the Dodgers organization, by the everybody in Major League Baseball. Um, the fans, I feel like, recognized it for what it was, which is something that doesn't always happen when a legend passes away. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so all things considered, I thought that was, that was one of the crowning achievements of how 2022 went was Vin Scully's sad departure from us and from our baseball family but the ability that we had to honor him and and do it right was awesome
1: yeah yeah so when did he retire was it was it last two years ago he
0: retired um i'd have to look it up
1: because i feel like with ben scully it was one of those things where he didn't want to retire for a long time because he knew once he did he would he would pass away
0: right? yeah it says he was active till 2016 from 1949 to 2016
1: Okay, so, oh yeah, he retired at 88 in 2016. It it doesn't feel like that long ago.
0: No, because he remained so active and so, you know, such a part of it. He's still around the
1: game. Yeah, he didn't disappear. So, retired in 2016. 67 summers. Yeah. And he, and there was a a statistic I saw where he had called like some, like almost like 10% of all major league baseball games, like ever something like that, or maybe I don't think it was that high, but it was still like a significant percentage. And it's not like, it's not just Dodger games. It was all games ever that had ever been broadcast on radio.
0: Yeah. He probably did call 10% of all playoff games though. Cause they call them in for world series and stuff. And,
1: and the fact that Dodgers were so successful in the playoffs over the course of their franchise history. I could
0: see that. I could totally see that. So, Anyway, there's my last one. Straddle the line. I like it. That's a good one to end on.
1: Catch new episodes of the Baseball Together podcast every Tuesday.